Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. Okay, let's do this, what the fuckers. What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fucking knots? Oh, they keep coming in. Listen, folks, let me be honest with you, my friends. I've driven to Joshua Tree. I'm in Joshua Tree National Park. I drove out here for two days, needed a break, was going nuts, needed to get some peace of mind. Drove out to uh, Desert Hot Springs, a little hotel there with a uh, hot springs in it with my friend Jessica. And we get there, and the woman's like, there's lemon water in your fridge. There's some coffee cake in there. No one else is at the hotel. It's all yours. Have a good time. And she left. So it's this little eight-room hotel with a hot spring pool. And the way I heard that was, you're free to swim naked at night and do whatever you want all over the place. So that's how that went. But let's get on the spiritual journey, if that's what it is. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure why I came out here. I don't really know. I, I've always been you know, compelled towards the desert. It might get a little windy, but I think we should go out to the rocks. So here I am in the desert. I don't know if I'm looking for anything. Look at this. Look at this desert planet. It looks like it's growing popcorn. I don't know. Are there are there snakes out here? But I don't even know what answers I'm looking for. I'm not on any drugs. I'm not stoned. I'm not on hallucinogens. I have heard that sunblock, uh, the stuff that is in sunblock, causes Alzheimer's. So I don't know if I start repeating myself or something or having any kind of trip. It's probably due to the sunblock and what's in there. The blockers that they use to block the sun, I think, cause some sort of brain damage. I, I heard that. I don't know if I'm making that up. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone to deserts looking for answers. Oh, my God. I'm climbing up a large rock. I'm not even paying attention. And now, oh God, I'm going to be on the top of it. I, I don't know if I'm looking for the trickster of the coyote, some sort of manifestation of an Indian spirit. Perhaps I am it. What if I'm the guy? That's a little grandiose. What am I starting to realize, folks? Why I'm out here in the desert? I'll tell you why. Because I'm starting to realize that I'm 46 years old and this might be it. This might be the only moment I have. This might be, my God, these are beautiful. I'm short of breath. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I think it's coming to life a little bit. I'm just tripping out. These look like, they look like reclining, giant reclining Buddhas or or elephant seals. Or I wish they would just come to life like in a movie. So many deserts. I've been so many places. Oh, my God. There's some sort of animal shit up on the top of this mountain here, on the top of this rock. Some sort of animal sat up here and just perched and pooped. Oh, family with kids here to ruin the fun. What I was saying is I'm 46 years old and, and I'm past the arc. I'm over the, I'm over the, the top. I'm not bleak. I'm optimistic. I've never had a better time in my life, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is it. Is this it? Am I, am I, you know, is it all just uh, hanging on from here or is everything going to pop open? I guess that's what I'm asking for. Could somebody please tell me that? Is there some guy, is there a messenger here in the desert that could just give me the key to the rest of it, please? Could somebody help me? Please.
if there is, I don't think this is the way you go about this. See, that's why I usually use drugs to, to get into this, you know, into getting into the state of mind to go on a spiritual search in the desert. You don't just stand on a rock and go, is anyone going to help me? Could somebody please? If there's a spirit or an animal uh, trickster uh, uh, manifestation, some sort of apparition, could something please step up and give me a little advice, please? I've come for some uh, guidance. Anybody? Anything? Hello. Do you, any, do you see anything down there that might help me? Wood rats. I guess, I guess that's going to have to do for now. Okay, I'm still looking for something. Look, all I know is I'm at the base of something called Jumbo Rock. I'm going to the top. I'm looking for the Buddha. I'll, I'll check with you if I make it to the top. I'm, I'm in pretty good shape, but I don't know if I'm in shape for this. I'm not really a, a rock climbing person, but I just feel like I need to do this. I need to do it for me. I need to do it for, for my sense of self. I need to do it because I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm probably going to hurt myself. What? Did you say there's an emergency number where? There's an emergency number on the visitor's guide? Very top. On the very top? Very top. All right. Well, maybe you should go get that. You're going to get it? Really? Yeah. No, wait. Just wait, wait, wait. Just first take pictures of me climbing. That'd be good. Get the picture of me falling down and then go get the emergency number. And this will, this will be triumphant because, like, I know the podcast is going pretty well. But if I had to overcome, like, you know, broken spine or something and kept doing the podcast from my garage my special wheelchair setup that would be that would be something oh man i don't know if i can fucking climb this all right yeah get the number i'll be down either very quickly in a lot of pain or in a minute all right okay so i came around the side of jumbo rock I'm about halfway up and it, it was very challenging getting up here. I had to lift myself through crevices. And I've been in one of these situations before where, where you don't really think about it when you're going up. And now, like I'm, I'm looking back down. I don't know how I'm going to get down. I did this once at the beach, but there was water underneath. And I don't know how I'm, how I'm going to get down without hurting myself. So I'm up on Jumbo Rock, a Jumbo Ass. That's me. I'm the Jumbo Ass on Jumbo Rock at Joshua Tree looking for enlightenment. Maybe this is it. I've gotten halfway up to the to the top of the mountain and I realize I'm a jumbo asshole. I don't know if I can get down from here. Hell yeah, I think you should call the Rangers. I can't even throw you my keys from here. You can't I don't even know how I got up here. You can't get to the car. That shouldn't be your primary concern. It should be helping me. All right, I fucked up. I didn't. I didn't plan my spiritual. Fuck. See, so now we're out of the park, and I haven't peed, and I haven't made it. I didn't quest all the way back to where I was gonna. Whatever was gonna happen, I kind of stifled half. Something happened halfway. I didn't plan this right because by the time I realized that maybe the the quest was to pee. And to maybe regress back to the freedom of peeing without thinking about it, all the way back to infancy, that uh, 
Now I'm in some neighborhood. Now we're out of the park. I'm in the neighborhood. And I, I haven't peed. And I didn't make it back. That's the fucking... It's not my whole fucking life. You know, I get about halfway there. And now I can't get back to, uh, to the freedom of peeing. Clarity of spirit. Uh, true open-mindedness. Where everything appears wonderful. And, and, and wonder-filled. I didn't. I didn't get back there. I didn't. I didn't plan it right. But maybe that's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna piss wherever I want. And I think that's a fine place to be spiritually. It may not be like I don't even know I'm peeing. It doesn't matter. Everything's wonderful. It's more like fuck it. I'm peeing here. Problem. I think that. I think that's about as legitimate a place as I can be spiritually right now. And I. And I think that's. That's not nothing to take away from Joshua Tree. Enjoy Nick Swartzen. Tell me about this new theory you have about driving Los Angeles in the heat with no air conditioner and rolling up your windows. Because um, I'm a big drinker, smoker, partier. So I'm always trying to find new ways of uh, de- <laughs> of detoxing and just trying to find, you know, trying to find that balance. Yeah. I'm trying to be the the workaholic partier, which right. is, you know, that's my goal. Yeah. So <laughs> I came up with this thing where when I'm driving through the city, I fucking roll my windows up and I just bake. You know what I mean? I just yeah. sweat. I just sit there. You know what I mean? And it's just, you know, it's intense, but it's like, it's awesome. Does it work for you? Yeah, because I mean, it kind of also like de-stresses me a little bit. So like it's it like a, of, a driving spa? Yeah, like, it's a little driving sauna. Do you ever go to the gym and do a real sauna? I do, but it's it's so much harder. You know what I mean? It's so much easier to get do your stuff during the day and fucking drive spa, and then you're good. You know what I mean? I, have to go, I don't have to go to the gym. I don't have to park. Right. I don't have to sit there with somebody else in the sauna. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, drive spa. It's just me. Yeah, I've got my music. It's <laughs> it's bueno. Nick Swardson. Bueno. Nick Swardson is in my garage, <laughs> detoxing. I like you know it's going to get hot in here soon. That's fine. So now your commitment to this, like you know, like building your life around drinking, and uh, <laughs> like I, there was just a point where it's like, this is what I do. How do I wrap the rest of the round, the rest of life around it? Yeah, that's how. That's how I kind of see it. I was like, okay. I'm just going to commit to this and I'm going to make it work. I'm going to be one of the people that fucking everyone just seems to have like tried to to make it work and it's just like it's really tough but I'm going to make it work. Who are some of your heroes along these lines? I mean, there are people you look up to like that guy seemed to do it. We Gosh. know you know Ross Broccoli. Ross Broccoli, yeah, but Ross, I love Ross, but you know, how did you know Ross? How do we both know him? When did that happen? I moved to New York. Okay, that's from it was from New York. In 98. Mhm. And I met him there. We we were shared the same, you know, do you remember that apartment on Ludlow? Mm-hmm. And it was a two-bedroom apartment. Oh, shit, that's right. It was his- See, I, I, get, I get all that shit confused. That was when he was able to have an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't last long. No, he had that apartment, then he was tossed, and then I think Galifianakis took it, and then I was friends with Zach, and Zach turned me onto it, and then I lived there with 80 miles- and then we just kept, you know, like handing the apartment off. And then I was the last one. Me and this guy, Bobby Tisdale, were finally, we were finally tossed out of the apartment. So, okay. So Ross Broccoli. What, For people who don't know Ross Broccoli, if you don't remember the uh, Holiday Inn commercials, uh, years ago, it was uh, this guy who lived with his family 
and they would be like, what do you think this is, a Holiday Inn? It was like this kind of disgruntled dude. And, uh, right, but he was, but he's like, he was sort of like a Neil Cassidy character for a lot of different people. Like he had a lot of, he used to run in political circles and he ran in comedy circles and he's notorious. Like I went to his fucking birthday party at Jimmy's house, the old Coke dealers, and in there was like forty people that were invited to that party. I think it was before you were out there. Maybe was that was in it? Alphabet City? Yeah, yeah, I remember you, that apartment. Right, well, I don't, that, I wasn't there though, but I remember that. Well, they had cooked a goose, and you know what? It was his birthday, and people brought, there were no less than 35 bottles of scotch. Now, if everybody <laughs> thinks to bring you a fucking bottle of scotch, <laughs> Jesus Christ. you're a professional alcoholic. But uh, but he was sort of a romantic character in the sense that he was the kind of guy, that's why I brought him up, that he could drink for three days straight and play amazing basketball. Yeah, that's true. We would play basketball. He would, he would chain smoke Marlboro Reds. Right. And he would go and run, play full court basketball. No yeah, problem. Yeah, so he was that guy. I remember the one time me and Ross did uh, we bought blow in Alphabet City, and it was such it was such shitty coke, and uh, we did it, and then we we went to uh, watch Chris Farley's last movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, I talked him into seeing it. It was. Uh, I can't remember. It was him and Matt Perry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ross and I were the only ones in the theater, and we were doing coke, and Farley had already passed away. <laughs> so we're sitting there doing coke in the theater, and then Ross was like, we got to get out of here, man. So he leaves to go get his money back, and he has coke all over his face. Yeah. And he's talking to the woman at the box office, and he's like, can we get our money back? And she's just staring at him like, is this really fucking happening right now? <laughs> Farley had just passed away like a month ago. <laughs> and that's the way Ross was, too. He was always like up front, like, Ugh. Yeah, but he's like a lanky guy. wasn't an intimidating guy in any way. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever saw him eat in the ten years, fifteen years I've known him. <laughs> yeah, you know the, I don't, I think, I don't think I have either. I think the fourth of, uh, are you going to smoke cigarettes? Merits. Holy yeah, shit! I was I turned thought... on to merits by a friend. Merit lights. Those are horrendous. I, I dig them. You Honestly, do? Yeah. There's no like kind of hangover from it. Like sometimes I'll get shitty smoky hangovers I mean I haven't like, smoked in a long time but when I tried to smoke merits I didn't enjoy them you're telling me you get some flavor out of those you like them it's I'll give you it's not flavorful right it's, <laughs> it's not a flavorful experience but it does it's smooth okay. you know what I mean that's important that's important man. I think the first time I ever met you was in Minneapolis at Acme you know and I don't know you hadn't moved anywhere yet and you look different you had short hair you look like I almost thought you're like who's this jockey looking dude who's, <laughs> who's judging me was that this possible that you like I've never judged I don't judge no but that you looked sort of jockey like your hair was you look sort of ripped a little bit oh jockey it, I think you meant jockey like the horse the guy rides a horse no no like like you look oh sort fratty of, yeah I mean kind of I, I don't know what were you doing in Minneapolis in say 1990 meh, I don't know did you grow up there or something? Yeah, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, that's why. Yeah, born and raised. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were this well, guy Acme that- was my home club, so I used to go and watch everybody. I think the last time we really hung out for any amount of time was when you showed up at that fucking party at Galvanakis' oh house. You came to Zach Galvanakis' house in Venice with a like a pickup truck full of fucking fireworks. Yeah, that was amazing. What was that story? That's still, the that's still one of the funniest moments. I used to talk about it on stage. I had just come from Vegas, and Zach was like, hey, I'm having a barbecue. And uh, me and my buddy used to drive to Vegas every 4th of July, and we would go out into the middle of the desert, and we would spend thousands of dollars on full illegal fireworks. Yeah. And not even, like, fireworks. Like, we would buy, like, grand finale. Like, one firework would cost, like, $100. Like, it, mean, was it was, amazing. like, major. Yeah. So we go to Zach's, like, barbecue in Venice. And Venice is, you know, it's an intimate neighborhood. And I, I, I unleash these fireworks. And That's people the were just, like, time. People were just, you know, comfortably on the deck, like, eating hot dogs and... All of a sudden, this just cacophony of just 
<laughs> missiles. It was so loud. And Mark, I'll never forget it. Mark just saw this and just a little switch just flicked where he just became like 12 years old. And all of a sudden it was like, game on. It was like, where are the fireworks? Okay, who's got a lighter? And then my favorite moment, I swear to God, it's one of my favorite moments of my entire life, is when... They took this big box out, and it was it was one firework, and it was fucking huge, <laughs> and uh, and I think it was you, and yeah. you're like, give me that one, <laughs> and he fucking puts us in the middle of the fucking uh, lawn, and you light the wick, yeah. and yeah. as you're running away, yeah. it fucking tips over and points back yeah. into the barbecue. Oh no! I don't know if you remember that, and all of a sudden it was just like. And it's fireballs shooting at people. And we and you were laughing like fucking Satan, dude. You were just like and I was laughing to tears. Oh, so and we were just fun. laughing while people were just screaming and it was shooting fireballs into, into the, the bushes, into the trees, it was into the crazy. neighbors. And we couldn't stop it. It couldn't stop it. It was just oh. mayhem. It was basically like just pray that we're not all burned that alive. That was amazing. And then we were out front shooting each other with Roman candles, and it just never yeah. ended because, like, I was uh, I was already sober, so it was giving me a big old rush <laughs> yeah, running no. around setting shit on fire. You, I, I swear, my hand to God, I still remember you were just on cloud nine. Yeah. You know, I had, I had uh, Dane Cook in here the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. How yeah. was Dane? I just saw him last night. Are you all pals? Yeah, Dana and I get along. We've always gotten along. And I mean, we, we've had kind of a weird, we had a weird kind of history, but we've always gotten along. Yeah. But when I first moved to New York, it was so funny. Cause it's, I mean, I'm talking 90 fucking eight, 97. I remember you then. Yeah, there was that whole, like a lot of people don't realize that Zach and you all started out like doing regular stand-up, really. I mean, I mean we always you? did. Yeah. I, I always did clubs and yeah. stuff. But I, everybody accused me of trying to be like, Dane Cook and I was fucking 19 I didn't even know who he was I mean this was like he wasn't anybody he was in Boston I had been done doing stand-up in Minneapolis I'd done the road and I was so young and physical and people were just like oh you're trying to be like Dane and I'm like who the fuck is Dane <laughs> and I was like really pissed off <laughs> and then it turns out we had the same manager and it was this weird kind of two physical guys and I actually changed my stand-up in a lot of ways and became a lot more mellow and uh, kind of because of that, I was really like pissed off. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to be as high energy and I'm just going to fucking, you know, I brought it down a lot. And I was just because I was so like, it was so jarring to have show up in a new city and already scared shit. and intimidated and have people be like, hey, you're trying to be like blah, blah. I was like, what the, fuck, the fuck you? Is that guy? Yeah. I, well, you don't, I don't, you don't strike me at all like him. You got this build. I don't either. Like, I don't know why the fuck people are just lazy assholes. You know, people just like, but I you're very, you're like very much have a defined personality. Right, right, right. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, well, whatever. But now tell me a little bit about um, Adam Sandler posse. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, like, I, you know, I, I know I'm not in it because he doesn't like me. I, I made him mad once because I said something about him on television. And, you know, he came up to me and said, I heard, heard you were talking about me. And I said, yeah, I did it on television. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but there's definitely a crew. Is there not? Oh, yeah. I mean, Adam, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Who, who's got, in it? Uh, like, a lot of his buddies from NYU. Oh, not comics? Um, yeah, he's got some, like, he's good friends with, like, Kevin Nealon. Uh-huh. You know, Rock, Spade, and those guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, like, Does he know. produce your movies? Now, which ones did you write? Didn't you write uh, I wrote the last movie? Grandma's Boy, Benchwarmers. I helped him write on Chuck and Larry. I, uh, we just shot one that me and him wrote, and, uh... Um, you just wrote it together? Yeah, me and oh, him. Oh, so you guys are, like, partners. Yeah, we've, we've partnered up on a lot of stuff. But he's always, he's... 
He's really cool. And he, he just, you know, the thing about Adam is he gets, like, bummed out, like, when people talk shit about him. Like, Adam doesn't talk shit about people, so he just gets, like, really, like, bummed out when people, you know, like, rag on him and stuff. He just, he's kind of, like, you know, he just doesn't really, like... Get it? Yeah, because he's just, like, you know, he does his thing, you know, and it's, like... He doesn't understand why people always like slam him. Well, I don't know that I slammed him. I used him as a descriptor. Like right. I, I said, like I used him like as I, I was saying, like the kind of like it would be as if me saying the kind of guy that wa- likes Adam Sandler movies. Right. Is that saying something bad about him? No, but I mean, he could, you know, yeah, yeah. So it got it got ugly for a minute. And, and, really? Well, no, he he confronted me. Like I used to do this joke that it had that sort of as a description in it. You know, like, uh, it was not a posit- in a positive light, necessarily. Right. And one of the dudes that I know, an old buddy of mine who I went to college with and used to write with in college, came up to me, you know, and said, you know, I can't believe you're shitting on Sandler in his own club. And I'm like, what are you, a Sandler stooge? I mean, you, you're, you're here. And it was, uh, you know, Steve Brill? Oh, yeah, I know Steve Brill really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I went to college with him. Did and, you really? With Brill? Yeah. Oh, we that's were, hilarious. We are kind of good Brill friends. Brill owes me fucking $500 now For that you it. Uh, poker? I paid his bar tab at a fucking club. Are you serious? Yeah, this is years ago. That fucking I, I got to get that from him. You do have to get that from him. I know. You paid his bar tab. Fucking Brill, yeah. Was, How do, why do you say like fucking Brill? Tell me a little bit about Steve Brill these days. No, you know? Brill's cool. I love Brill, but it was no. I just remember that because he's like, no. I mean, it was years ago, but oh. he was just like, dude, can you get me? And I was like, yeah, right. And he's like, I'll get you back. I just remember that. That's a that's a hell of a big bar tab to just say, <laughs> can you cover me? 500 bucks yeah i mean it was it was a club so you know they it's so fucking inflated at those things jesus christ <laughs> who the hell goes to clubs dude i do sometimes it's not really my thing but like every once in a while it's fun as shit oh my god look at all these credits you have uh click what uh-huh. was click click with sandler oh that's right the weird <laughs> that was remote, good. remote control movie yeah it was actually really a deep movie i uh, liked it caveman oh you're in that's a <laughs> i was in the caveman pilot <laughs> For fucking ABC, my buddy's director. They call crawl? me up. They're like, "Can you fucking just do this pilot?" I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna be a fucking caveman, dude." They're like, "No, you have to be a caveman." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so I'm doing this fucking pilot, and like, my buddy Nick Kroll is in the pilot, yeah, and he's got to go through like 38 hours of makeup. You know, yeah. what I mean, he has to show up at like 3 a.m. and yeah. just like. <laughs> Get the whole nine, and the other guys are having like allergic reactions. They just fucking were so mad at me. They're like, God damn it! How did you get out of this fucking cave suit from hell? <laughs> that would be the worst case scenario. Like, I know. I mean, getting on a show and obviously working is so great, but it's like, imagine being on fucking Caveman for ten years. Oh, it's thank God it didn't go. I've oh had Nick God. in here. It would have been the worst thing in the world for him because now he's really his career has sort of taken off in a nice way. Yeah, he's so funny and he's just funny who he is. You know, like, imagine me stuck in that. <laughs> oh my God! Thank God it didn't fucking work. That would be horrific. Tell me about the movie you just did with Adam. Um, it was a romantic comedy for Valentine's Day, and you play. I play Adam's cousin and uh, Anderson's boyfriend for the second half of the movie. Oh really? Yeah. What's she like, man? So awesome. did you shot? Yeah. Like is she like uh, does she smell nice and I mean is she like perfect and she's every great way? she's like I, honestly she's the coolest nicest sweetest like she's just so down to earth I swear to God it's like I swear to God you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it she's that she's so grounded and like it's crazy she's yeah. awesome yeah my hand to God yeah and is uh, did you now did anything weird happen on set ever. No. Does Adam play fucking tricks on people? Do you have any like weird fucking stories? No, he doesn't. He's just he's honestly like such like a good dude. He just like makes sure like the crew and like everyone just is taken care of and like 
he's not he doesn't like prank people and shit like no. it's no like he's you know he's the thing about adam that people don't realize is he fucking works really 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 hard i found that from interviewing people the guys that make it as big as him can't do it any other way there's you no have other to, way yeah you have to work really i fucking mean hard. and i and i'm genuine when i say it. it's like it's fucking insane to watch i mean he got he juggles Every duty, he's, you know, he's working on one movie and he's, you know, helping write another one. I mean, it's just like, it's incredible to watch. Now you, when you guys write together, how does that work out? You go over there sweaty after the you know, car, <laughs> car spot. Yeah. It's a, you know, it depends upon the movie, but like the last one we did that comes out next year, like he, it was his idea and he, he really drove the writing and, you know, we would go to his house and he would he would really drive it, you know? He would drive the story and push, like... Would it be more of a group thing? you just sit there and throw ideas around? Or, like, would it be line for line? Or, like, what? I mean, I'm one of those people, I like to start page one and just write. Yeah. And Adam likes to outline. So right. we, we just try to find a hybrid where we can meet. At the... Do you go scene by scene? Um, yeah. And then we'll, yeah, we'll go scene by scene and then line by line and then literally, like, joke by joke. And, yeah, I mean, we, we do it, like, you know, I swear to God, we probably did 15 drafts of the last script. No shit. I swear, I swear to God. It was the hardest. I mean, I've worked on several movies, and it was the hardest one I've ever done. Now, when you got, so you did, like, what, I'm trying to remember, so Reno 911 was, like, a big break for you, right? Reno 911 was good, yeah. It definitely, because you like very defined characters. Yeah, yep. I mean, that the success of that was really a shock, because we kind of started that show under the guise that it was going to get canceled right away. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, hey, we have this show, it's probably going to eat shit. So do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Come up with whatever characters. So I'm like, okay. And so I thought of this, you know, crazy fucking flamboyant <laughs> prostitute. And then cut to like six years later, a movie. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> My mom like still hasn't seen one episode. It's Are horrified. you serious? Yeah, of course not. What, well, what's the story with her? What do you mean? She doesn't know you? No, she just doesn't like, I don't know. It's not how she pictures her son and fucking giving hand jobs and <laughs> bathrooms of taco cabanas and But she knows it's Minnesota. You're a, you're a clown for fuck's sake. No, I know, but it's just it's old Minnesota, you know. Is your both your folks still alive? No, my father passed. Sorry, buddy. And your mom lives in um in old Minneapolis? Uh St. Paul. And see, it's old Minnesota. What does that mean? Does it, is it sort of but they're not moralizing people. No, they're, I mean it's just like you know, she came, grew up in the suburbs in the 50s. You know what I mean? It's just like that. You, you get know, along she's with still, her? Yeah, yeah. We're really close. But she just still like, you Like know, polite and... Uh, yeah, what? very polite. And uh, I don't know. She just she just likes to see me like not... You know, all the movies where I'm fucking crazy. Like we did I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry and I flew her out for the premiere. Yeah. And I'm sitting next to her and then I'd realize like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I marry Ving Rhames in this movie. We have a we have a wedding scene. We fucking make out. The end of the fucking movie is me slow dancing with Ving Rhames. You forgot that? I just totally like slipped your mind. Yeah, and then so my mom just sitting next to my mom. I'm like, oh my god, and I can hear my mom under her breath like, oh oh no, oh no, and I'm just like, fuck. And then we walk out after the movie. I'm like, did you like it? And she's like. Yeah, that was fun. There was some fun stuff. And then Ving Rames walks up and he's like, Is this my mother in law? Oh, it was no. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was so great. My mom's like, Yes, hi, how are you? Did she know who he was though from other movies? Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. how out of the loop is she? No, she did. Yeah, she's 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 hip. Can't Where'd remember. you grow up? San Francisco? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Did you really? Yeah, dude. Jesus. I mean Christ. my family's from New Jersey, but I grew up in Albuquerque. Oh, how was that? 
It was good. It was, well, it was probably like Minnesota. It was already and just big enough to be cool. You know, it was all right. I have family in Albuquerque. You do? What do they do there? Fuck. What do they do? They're retired, my aunt and uncle. They retired um, in Albuquerque? Yeah. It's a good place. Have you been there? I've been there once, yeah. It's not it, was, bad. it wasn't bad. When you go out on the road, it's a though. trip, though, man. Oh yeah, Mexico well, is beautiful. Fucking... What do you mean it's a trip? Like how? Did you run into some weirdness? No, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it was. Uh, we shot that movie, The Longest Yard, in Santa Fe, and I was in Santa Fe for like two months. You didn't shoot it at that prison, did you? Yeah, we fucking did, and it was insane. And there were prison. all these ghost stories, and there was all these fucking. Did they, anyone tell you about the riots? Yes, of course, dude. I almost threw up. They were telling me these stories about guys. I know what you're going to say. People don't know this fucking these prisoners rioted in this I was, jail. I was there at the at the New Mexico State Penitentiary. Yeah, go ahead. And these prisoners rioted, and they overthrew the guards and the entire thing. And they just these guys went fucking ape shit in this prison, and they fucking tortured like rat fucking guys in the prison. Like yeah. they burned their eyes out with blow torches. Yes. Some guys were trying to escape, and they would literally push themselves through the bars and like smashed their own heads open it was like i'm gonna fucking puke but uh my favorite thing was uh adam's partner uh he was like you know we were all freaked out by this prison it was so creepy and there were so many ghost stories like the crew was like i just saw a fucking dude jump off the come fucking, on i swear to god people were freaking out i mean that wasn't that long ago that riot was in like the 80s I yeah mean, i know but uh, Adam's partner uh, paid his assistant slept over there overnight in one of the cells. Get the fuck out! Yeah, he couldn't have a phone. He couldn't have anything. That was a dare. Yeah, well, he he paid him like uh, five hundred bucks to do something. it. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, we were all like, we couldn't believe it. But how the hell did you do that? The, it's still a functioning prison. I mean, how'd you shoot there? I mean, would they close off part of it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it was. It was fucking intense as shit. But you had a good time, though. It's pretty, right, New Mexico? It is beautiful, yeah. It was cool. Were you in that? Did you? We were in a movie together, but your movie career took off. Mine, not so much. We were in, <laughs> uh, we were in uh, Almost Famous, and you had one line in that, I think. Bowie! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did a little a little scene, but it got cut out. Yeah, yeah. But I remember what? it was you and me and Mitch. Mitch Hedberg. And he was... fucking... Uh... Who else was in it? Was there a couple comics? I feel like there was more. Mitch was in that poker scene with Peter Frampton. Yeah. Fallon was in it. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was good. There were you a couple guys, guys. You guys, you're buddies with Fallon and uh, with uh, Jamie, right? Pretty Kennedy? close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good friends. I with love Fallon Jimmy. too. Yeah, I love Jimmy. Yeah, I want to do a show. I, you know, I actually like watching his show. Yeah, I think his show's great. I yeah, think there's, he, he there's does sort a good of, job. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think he's the only guy on TV that looks like he's having a fucking good time. Yeah, he's totally excited. He, yeah, he just he loves it. He loves what he does. Like, yeah, you don't feel like it's. Like he's working, yeah. He genuinely like is excited to have people on. He's, yeah, he's yeah. such a sweet guy. I I feel like in a lot of the comedy they're doing because eighty miles is a head writer. They're doing like long form weird episodes, yeah. sketches and shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, they do cool shit. There was one like, like he had somebody on. Fuck, who was it? Matt Damon. I don't know somebody. And they he's like, ah, oh, all right. So just so you know, we just set up some beer pong. So let's play beer pong. <laughs> they like just played beer pong. It was just like, yeah, it's cool, man. So what's an uh, an average night out for you in terms of like, what'd you drink last night? Just out of curiosity. I just drank Bud Lights. That's it? It was Wednesday. So I try to like pace out for the weekend. You know, I don't want to go too big. Now what happens on the weekend? Like you get stuff. It like, can be a shit show. Yeah? It depends. I'm a big sports freak. So if there's a big game on or if it's a fucking tense moment, I, I can, yeah, I can kind of melt down. Like what? Like, okay. like when the Celtics lost to the Lakers, I had a complete nervous breakdown and just 
I just was grabbing any bottle I could and just trying to numb. You were drinking off other people's table, like kind of like walking through the restaurant, going, <laughs> "You done with that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I was just just cannonball on people's tables. How are you a sports fan? How the fuck did that happen? Oh I, my god, I'm a fucking psychotic. My whole life, I grew up. I mean, I'm Minnesota. It's like big sports town. Like any sport, I'm a fan of most sports. Yeah, diehard football, college basketball, baseball. Those are my big three. No shit. Yeah, like fucking crazy. Like, what's the craziest? Do you go to games? Go to games, fly to games. You fly to games? Oh, yeah. Like, who do you follow in terms of flying to see them? Like, Minnesota Vikings, I'll fly to go see them. Um, I've seen, I'm a big college basketball, I'm a big Duke fan. I've seen Duke win the national title twice, which I'm thrilled about. And, uh, yeah, I just, I get fucking crazy. Well, you, could you explain to me why? Sports are so good because I'm like I don't have it at all. Like I can't. I know it's so weird to me. Like people who don't, I have friends who are like, not many, but I have friends who just like don't can't get into sports. I just I love sports. I love sports because you like you're more into politics, right? Not really. Oh, okay. I, I'm just into you know th- making myself feel better. <laughs> I mean, you're in a you're in a Dasani water. <laughs> yeah, you're just no, really no, dialed someone in. bought that. No, I mean, yeah, I like politics, but you're what you, the comparison then would be that. The compet- the competitive element of it, the feeling of, of of competition is what's what's exciting. Yeah. And it's like there's a winner and there's a fucking loser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Politics are so much bullshit. You know, what I mean I have friends who are so political and it's just like it's such a never ending cyclical fucking shit Tijuana toilet of fucking No, no, bullshit. Poli- yeah, Tijuana yeah, politics is different <laughs> because people are believing in things idealistically. And the people that represent them will never realize those ideals. And in a lot of politics, not a fair game. Whereas, like with sports, it's like this is the rules, this is how it goes. Yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah, it's I, it's just such a shit show. Sports is like you know you have a team like the Minnesota Vikings or my yeah. football team. They've been on my team since I was a kid. Are they so. good? Yeah, they're great. And we're going to win it this year. Really? The, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, we're going to win Super the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I will be there, and I'll probably. Do you be really crying. think they're going to do that? Yeah, hundred percent. We should have won it last year. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not up on it. So, yeah, when you so were younger, did you play sports? I did. I played sports my whole life. So you were kind of jockey when I met you that first time. I was a little jockey, but I wasn't like. Yeah, I mean, I, I've no. I just been looked jockey. at you. I looked at you, and I thought like that guy's one of those guys. And now look <laughs> at you. You're a fucking disaster. <laughs> you're you're you're, 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 roll, you're rolling up the windows of your car so you could sweat out liquor. <laughs> That's how we do it. I mean, Minnesota <laughs> is a sports state, and I also found out we were the drunkest, the second drunkest city. Uh, in the country. Did you ever paint your face to go to games? No, but I would. You would? Yeah, totally. Why didn't you have someone do a documentary of you going to a game? And who would enjoy that documentary? To see you being a sports fan would be hilarious. That's why I don't have a Twitter. That's one of the main reasons I don't have a Twitter is because it would just be so clogged with just f- crazy sports shit that people would be like, all right, fucking A. Like, new, like, uh, like trivia and shit? No, just, just like melting down. Like I literally like... Through the NBA playoffs of the Lakers and Celtics, it was just melting down. Like, what is that? What you mean? Okay, so you're freaking out. You're drinking. What are you screaming? You're screaming, like, I... fucking screaming, okay. yelling. I've got the jersey. I, you know, I usually have, you know, sometimes all money on the game. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I just like. So you're by yourself, or you're like? Oh where? no, I'm at bars and like, yeah, I get really bad. You're pacing in a jersey, yes. screaming, pacing jersey, screaming, like we. We were shooting this movie uh, when Duke was up in the national championship, and while they were like in the final, like uh, in the March Madness, I would watch in my trailer by myself because I couldn't be around anybody, and I would just be screaming and throwing things and like 
fucking full melt. I swear to God, you would not believe it. Like, just full nervous breakdown. In public? No, I had to sit in my trailer just by myself. And, oh, and freak out? Yeah. Have you ever been asked to leave a bar? Oh, yeah. I've been, like, I mean, not not a lot because sports bars, but I've gotten in fist fights. And, so like, you go to sports bars to do this sports behavior? Yeah, Good sometimes. If it's, like, a really big game, I can't be around people. Like, if it's something where I'm going to, like, lose my mind, I'm, I have got to be, like, by myself. What were your sports when you were growing up? What did you play? I played soccer. Yeah. We were all city. No big. <laughs> um, I played baseball. I played tennis. I played uh, basketball. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who would have known this about you? Does everyone know this about you? I don't know. I, a lot of people would probably not think of that, but like I I was good too. Like I played, we play a lot. Of, I used to play a lot of basketball. Yeah, but I mean. Shooting like, guard. I used to kill yeah. it. But now, so do you feel like you're you're drifting from, are you comfortable with where you're headed? What do you mean? Uh, just in general, physically and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I'm good. You, you're not thinking like, maybe I should work out? or. I mean, I work out a little bit. You know what I've been doing is yoga. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I do yoga. Do you this really? Yoga, this, yo- this yoga. This the kids yoga. This yoga. Yeah, I'll do the power yoga. Yeah, I'm on board. I was not going to be on board. And then it was another form of like intense detoxing. Yeah. Which, what do you do? Bikram? What do you do? I tried Bikram and that just kicked me in the fucking labia. You almost, yeah, you almost died, right? Jesus Christ. Right in the labia. I fucking was doing Bikram. I was actually doing it the other day. It was 95 degrees in the room. Yeah. And I was fucking sweating so hard, which was great. And I was so excited. I was like getting all shit out of my system. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, finally had like, couldn't handle it. Right. And I told the fucking teacher, I'm like, I got to get some water. And he's like, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. <laughs> and I go, we're almost done, right? And it was like an hour class. And he's like, nah, it's, it's been 25 minutes. And I was like, no oh, shit. And he was like, yeah. And then I felt like an asshole. Did but, you go um, back in? No. I've been in the hot yoga. I wouldn't do Bikram, but I'll do the hot yoga because I like the power yoga in the hot. I like the hot. Yeah. Because it feels like it's doing something the same reason you're doing it. I feel like this has got to be working for me. But there have been times where I've almost fucking gone down. Yeah, like I bet. like like I'm like this. This is not good. Like you know, I know that I'm. It's not good for you to pass out. It's not good to. Well, like those fucking people died. Remember? No, it was in Arizona. That guy led this oh. fucking guy. I wrote books and shit. He led these people down to oh, Arizona. Into, well, that was in a sweat lodge, and they did like a sweat lodge. But it was yoga. It was a yeah. whole thing. I thought it was, like and more... he made people stay in there and not drink water, or whatever. And they like four people died. They well, that, died. Well, they really got their money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were They're at peace now. They, they are definitely enlightened <laughs> they more are, than the rest of us. They're on another plane, do you that's dr- for sure. When you uh, drink, do you drive usually? No, I'm kind of like, I used to, and I, I really cut that out. Really? Cause yeah. you got, did you ever get busted? I never did, knock on wood. I can't believe I don't have a DUI. I just can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Did you ever get your ass kicked? Um... No. That's amazing too, isn't it? Yeah, I can fight. You can? Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah, you been I've, in fights? I've been in fights, yeah. Really? Yeah, About totally. what? Sports? Sports or just <laughs> drunken mayhem. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've toned it down a lot, but like, yeah, I, I can get fucking kind of crazy. How, what's your style? Just like go crazy? Or do you are you, more, um, are you collected about I'm it? I'm the guy who's like, I, I never really start shit unless someone yeah. starts with me. Yeah. But like- you know, like yeah, if somebody gets in my face, my move, my one of my favorite moves is like spit in someone's face because it's that? so yeah, it's, it's so disrespectful, it's so horrible. <laughs> and then uh, they get so freaked out, and 
you got to throw the first punch if you want it. If you want a chance, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's also tricky because it's like you can get arrested. So, I now kind of like now that we're grownups, you can yeah. get arrested. So, so you spit in their face and pop them. I spit in their face and then they'll kind of freak and then they'll kind They're of like, throw Did a you punch. just fucking what the fuck? Yeah, they can. And they're like, push. But I've been good for a while. I mean, you know, with all the stuff I'm doing and. You know, I, you can't act like that. So, I mean, that was years ago that I. That you mean that. when your 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 star is rising, you can't be a fucking disaster. Well, I got like you know, I got stuff coming out. You know, you got to be professional. You know, I, my manager sat me down <laughs> a couple years ago and was just like, "You gotta just bring it down." Because me and my buddies started a literal fight club, like a real one, a real like fight club. <laughs> we would get drunk and yeah. fight on the lawn. Yeah, and I came in with like black eyes and like. Like bruises all over, and my manager was just like, "Yeah, this is stopping right now." <laughs> Which guy is Bernie Gray? Bernie Brillstein. Oh, so you dealt with the Bernie guy. was my my manager for six years before he passed. God rest his soul. Yeah, I I I met him in Aspen, and I he uh, I just remember going in the bathroom, and he would take his pants all the way down, drop them, yeah, drop yeah. trial, yeah, all the way. Good for him. Yeah, he was well, that's amazing. amazing. So you actually got to, you were like what in his last clients, I guess, huh? Yeah, that he signed on to work with himself. Yeah, and what was that? What were what was it like sitting with him? Well, he told you he can't. He just wanted to stop you from having the Fight Club. Yeah, he he pulled the plug on Fight Club. And what other um, moments of wisdom did he have? Because he was he was a, amazing, man. He were, really was genius in his book. Uh, Where did I go right? It's a really great book if anybody wants to. But I mean, he had, he represented some real train wrecks. Yeah, I mean that's when I that's when I was like I should dial it down because he like represented Farley and like and Belushi, Belushi, and you know I mean he handled Andy Dick for a while, you know what I mean. So I was like, yeah, I should I should probably tone it down. Did but he, um, but did he sit you down and say you know what the fuck are yeah, you yeah, doing? Yeah, 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 he for sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he called me up. He's like, you got to come into the office, and I was like, what? And then I came in, and he was like, you got to fucking stop this shit. You know what I mean? I was like. All right, sorry. <laughs> but it was great because my dad had passed away and Bernie kind of took his place, which was really cool. He really, like, was amazing. Well, that's amazing. So, like, how old are you when that when that happened, when you signed with him? 25, maybe? And how did that tra- how did that transpire? Where did he see you? Um, I don't I left. Uh, I was with Barry Katz for a while. Whoa. And I left Barry and then. Yeah. Uh, I actually avoided that one. Yeah, that I was got interesting. That. He asked me when he first started signing people back in 89. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was, was like, nah, That was interesting. And you can take whatever you want. Just Mark, you're amazing. You're the world is yeah. whatever you want. You're incredible. <laughs> I mean whatever you want. So let me understand it's okay to steal material on the road. <laughs> oh, but Barry. <laughs> yeah, too Barry. Yeah, I mean so you say, yeah, who's going to sing it? Oh yeah, just says give me the question again. So I don't. I only have like a thirty-five minutes. How am I going to do an hour on the, the college? All right. Well, here's what you do. Just you can borrow like from DePaulo or guys like that. You know what I mean? Just take a couple. Don't tell anybody, and just do like switch, change one word, <laughs> and then you're you're fine. You're getting by. You yeah, know, that's what you got to do to. But survive. wouldn't I be stealing? You know what? It's it's you're borrowing from the community. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're all kind of in this together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you would do it. Oh, God. But so they just called me. I left Barry, and then they called me up, and I took a meeting with Bernie. And it was, you know, when you take a meeting with Bernie Brillstein, you're pretty much not taking many other meetings after that. Right. But he was great, man. He was really honest and just old school Hollywood. He was so 
fucking candid and amazing. Like I'll never forget. I did Jimmy Kimmel once and I was promoting some shit. And then, um, I was, you know, I was definitely hung over and I got off stage and I went to the green room and everyone always kisses your ass. You know, when you fucking do TV yeah. and, your, and managers, you were great. Yeah, that was, oh dude, hilarious, yeah. man. <laughs> that was, no, that was gold. It was all gold. <laughs> oh no. So fucking it was that shit show. Yeah. And then I call Bernie. I'm like, Hey, did you see it? And he goes, yeah, I saw it. And I go, what'd you think? And he goes, we were funny. It was, uh, you know, it was just funny. And he goes, you look like you slept in a fucking dumpster. <laughs> He's like, Jesus Christ. Put on a fucking clean shirt. You're on TV. And I sort of got to look down at my shirt, and he's like, you have two stains. And I looked down, I had two stains on my shirt. And I was like, nobody nobody uh, wanted to point that out to me when I was about to do national television. But he was just like that, man. He was great. And I have a character that I do called Gay Robot. Yeah. And he always called it Gay Robot. That was my favorite. Robot? Robot. <laughs> the Gay Robot. <laughs> Didn't he know how to say Robot. I, I robot's like I guess an old I don't know. I don't Is that know how you say it? I guess it's old timey. <laughs> oh God. Robot. Did he have a good time all the way through? I mean did you send at the end that he was awesome. He loved everything. Yeah, he was great. He he loved you know, he had a you know, he had definitely had a roller coaster of a life, but he had an amazing life. Yeah. But he was very sweet and he was well loved and he was surrounded by people who loved him and what t- what do you got coming out now? I got my own show coming out this fall. It's on. called uh, Comedy Central. It's called Nick Swartzen's Pretend Time. What's the What's the angle? It's a sketch show, but it's like not where I talk to the crowd and like stage or anything. It's just more like, um, more like video sketches and just they kind of segue into each other and it's fucking out there and it's definitely crazy. Me and Tom Giannis, you know Tom, right? From where? Tom did Human Giant. He yeah, ran I'm the sure I've met giant. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you said, dude? Rides yeah. a motorcycle. He used to date Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of know him. He's brilliant, man. But he was his idea for the show, and then we collaborated, and it was awesome. How many did you shoot? Seven episodes. They're all done. Yeah, it comes out in October. They look good. Yeah, I mean, we do sketches like you know that show, Man vs. Wild. Uh, have you heard of it? Uh, uh-uh. that's a show. Oh called, wait, I have heard of it. Yeah, Man vs. Wild. Yeah. Like, we did a sketch called, like, Man vs. Wild versus Cocaine, and it's, like, me out in the fucking woods, like, as a wilderness guy, and yeah. I find, like, cocaine, and I find, you know what I mean, and then I just yeah, melt yeah. down trying to do my wildlife show. <laughs> it's shit like that. Like, we really, like, push it. Do you uh, do you still do cocaine in real life, occasionally? No, I stopped doing coke a while ago. Wait, how, how'd that wall hitting go? Oh, my God. <laughs> the cocaine wall is... I don't recommend it for anybody out there. Oh, do not even, hit the cocaine wall. I can't even imagine what that meant for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thank dri- God I hit it. Did you drive your car into something or just stay up for three weeks? Or no. I bought like an eight ball of stripper coke in an alley. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I made the mistake of, you know, when you buy an eight ball and I was like, Ah, uh, this will last me the weekend. Oh, no. like really? <laughs> and so it lasted about three hours, <laughs> and I think it was cut with like anthrax and oh, fucking awesome. You know, yeah, mermaid farts or yeah. something. Mermaid like, farts. Know. They always used to cut it with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. My piss was like foaming. <laughs> I was like in a fetal position. My heart was just racing for like three days. Should straight. I call the hospital? Should I call yeah, the hospital? Yeah, it was just I. <laughs> It was awful. Good for you, though. Good for you for having a good time. I I did, yeah. But I I just you know I, I drink alcohol and yeah, smoke some it's weed. Fine. I don't smoke weed that much anymore either. Just the booze, old yeah. school. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't booze. Like I'm not like I don't drink every day. Yeah, I'm. I'm not accusing you of that. I just. I, I think, think you are, Mark. I think I'm you're not. You, you like always I'm, feel that I'm like because Arthur. I don't drink. No, <laughs> you, you, that might be what'll happen. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I mean, right? you could be that. That's a good life. When did you quit drinking again? It's been, it's going to be eleven years in August. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did I know you when you were a fucking crazy drinker? A bit. Yeah. I mean, I must in have. New York. I mean, I you know, I mean, it got pretty ugly. 99, 90, 2000. So I quit in like two thousand. Were so. you like Janine? Remember when Janine used to drink? I don't remember what she do. What she didn't? Do. I know. I Back remember. in New York when she would. Yeah, but she was never. Oh, it was so funny. I was like, I hung around Broccoli and a little bit in that scene before he freaked out on me and decided that, you know, I had, uh, you know, had sex with his girlfriend or something. That right. Something turned in him. But I was living with a woman in New York that wouldn't tolerate me drinking. So I all, all had to be done clandestinely. So I, you know, I'd be out at night after like uh, Monday night at, at, uh, at Luna. Yeah, yeah. That, that was like the fucking night for me. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, Monday I mean, nights and Luna were epic. Yeah, but that's when I'd get fucked up and it'd last till Wednesday. Right. And somehow I'd pretend like you know I could get away with it. Like if I just get to the coke guy like before, <laughs> like early, I'll go before the show, you know, and, and just you Ugh. Know, like I got baby Jane Hudson making my uh, working <laughs> on my deck. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, what about what about that time we you and me and. Uh... I don't know if I should say his name. Remember we went we were at the comedy store and we ended up at that old Dominatrix's house? Oh, what the fuck happened? You and me were at the comedy store. When we ran into that? uh I don't want to say his name. Okay. And, but me and, and our buddy, um, we'll say his name is Jim. Uh we were we were at the comedy store, we were hanging out, we were uh and this old, like, 50-year-old, 55-year-old, like, dominatrix lady. We didn't know she was a dominatrix. And she's like, hey, I'll have After Bar at my apartment. And Jim's like, let's go over there. And we're like, okay. I was just barely remembering this. And we this. go, and we're sitting on the fucking couch. And I'm she pours bare. us, like, a bottle of queer, like, pours me a glass of fucking lukewarm Cuervo, which, yeah, it's not high on my wish list. This must have been 98, 99? No, this was later. This is 2001, maybe. So it was right before I got sober, or was I sober? I think you were just sober. Right, okay. And uh, we were at this chick's house, and she puts in a v VHS tape, and it's her whipping like some girl. Yeah. And you turn to me, and you're like, is this fucking happening right now? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is not no bueno. <laughs> and uh, she goes, hold on a second. She goes into the fucking next room and gets on this fucking outfit. And she was like, are you guys into this or something like that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. And you're like, I'm not. And we're like, we let's go. And Jim's like, hey, I'm going to stay here. I'm just going <laughs> to, I fucking, and I was like, what? And we left. It was like totally uncomfortable. How could it, the fact that I don't remember that. Yeah, what the Precisely fuck? is crazy. That's crazy. I remember pieces of it though. It was insane. We were laughing our house and we walked out of there and we're like. Because Jim got us into it though. Jim right. got us into it 100%. Right. And then right. I saw Jim the next day, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Did you get a fucking whip in your asshole? And he's like, no, no, I left right after you guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, my sure. God. Yeah, after Jesus <laughs> Christ in heaven. I, do you have memories like that where it's just like pieces? Like just pieces of things? I for sure do, though. The worst, though, is Ugh. my memory of people and faces is so horrendous. Well, if you've lived in enough cities, it becomes impossible to place people. It like, does, right? Like, well, I, yeah. I always feel guilty, but I'm like, I meet like 5,000 people all the time. You get to a certain age where you're like, we're, nah, you know, I, I know, but I don't know where you fit into the big picture. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you New York? Are you Minneapolis? Are you Boston? Like, I mean, I've been in San Francisco, New York, LA, Boston over the last 
25 years. Right. So where, 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 where's your piece of this? <laughs> I, I don't know. fucking know. I saw a chick yesterday who I went to college with. And, and like, I, I had to, you know, screw her into the right hole. Like, if she was best friends with my first girlfriend in college, but I didn't know if she knew my first wife or not. Like, it just gets a little crazy. Right. Yeah, Whatever. no, it's brutal. I, like, I feel bad. And then I feel bad when people, like, are like, we just fucking, we did the thing. And it's like, right. all right. You got tour coming up or no? No, I'm taking some time off. I'm shooting. I got, uh, I'm shooting a couple more movies. I got three movies coming out next year. I'm super fired up. Well, one that you co-wrote with Sandler and the other ones? Yeah. Did you write? Then, um, no, the other ones I did not write. But, um... Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna get back into stand up. I'm kind of chipping away and starting from scratch and trying to write a new hour because I I like to have new material. Like yeah. Yeah, I know I know you do too. Yeah, I can't fucking do stand up if I'm telling the same jokes over yeah, and over. Because you want to die in your body. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. <laughs> like, people don't realize all it takes is one new joke to lively up everything else. But you want to get a yeah, you want to get a full show. I just feel like a I'm not a scam fucking guy where so many comics go and they you know they just hoard themselves out for the money. But it's not you know it's a show that's like. People could watch it on, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want to have a whole new hour. Yeah. Yeah, so they, people don't go back and say, like, oh, he's doing the same shit. Yeah, we're in a fucking recession. I'm not going to have people fucking waste their money. And uh, what's the name of the, Schwar- the Nick Schwartz? Schwartz it's called Nick Schwartz and Pretend Time, and it's October 12th. Right, buddy. Well, I'm glad you did this. I think we got a lot done. Yeah, buddy. Thank you for having me, always. Do you want me to tell you how to get home, or are you going to be all right? I'm, uh, I'll just I'll find the nearest bar and just figure it out. <laughs> I'll float home at some point. All right, buddy. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that show. I hope you enjoyed Nick. I hope you enjoyed my spiritual search. I'm in. I'm outside of uh, the job. Okay, it's happening. I'm peeing. I'm peeing on the side of the road. Fuck all of you. Someone try to stop me. <laughs> all right, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTF Pod needs and uh, punchwinemagazine.com and justcoffee.coop. And I'm going to be in England July 28th through the first week of August. That was pretty good pee. I don't think it was as good as peeing behind a rock. And uh, live What the Fuck at UCB Theater, July 16th with Craig Robinson here in Los Angeles. Triple Rock Social Club, Minneapolis, July 17th, July 18th and 19th, Union Hall, New York, Brooklyn. July 23rd, Great Scott, Alston, Massachusetts. July 21, Wednesday, Comics, two live WTFs with Jeff Garland, Judah Friedlander. Many others. 7.30 and 9.30. Aha. Uh-huh. You missed it, lady. You missed it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>